Hello everyone and welcome to Cody's Car Conundrum. I'm your host, Cody Wagner. Here we'll discuss everything related to the wide world of automobiles, including culture, news, games, interviews, and events. Without further ado, let's get on with the show. Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the show. We have another Netflix F1 Drive to Survive episode reaction here today. We are doing episode 6, it's called Raging Bulls. Alex Albon, the newest driver for Team Red Bull, strives to accomplish what his predecessor couldn't. Also, tragedy strikes at the Belgian Grand Prix. So let's get into it. Hopefully I said predecessor right, I might have messed that up a little bit. Come on, Netflix. Load, there we go. Alright, the little Netflix, the new Netflix intro thing with their N. Alright, we're seven, we're eight seconds in. I think that's Alex Albon's hands. No, this is Pierre. Apparently we're starting off, I think, with Pierre getting kicked off. Hmm, okay. Pierre's currently seems to be just slightly worried that they're going to editorialize what he's about to say about him, about his seat getting removed, or him getting removed from the seat. Okay, Christian's saying that that the situation with Pierre is annoying, mostly because Christian feels that they have a car that can beat Ferrari and they're running one-legged, i.e. Max is the only one who can really challenge them. Okay, they decided to release Pierre from the Red Bull seat, well, the Red Bull racing seat. Right, a bit of a short intro this time for episode 6, I believe it is. Okay, they're in the UK, in London. Looks like a church. Okay, we're with Albon now. He just said that not many people get to pursue a career in Formula 1, and he's right. He's right about that. Okay, yeah, this is a, this is a church of some kind. Wow, Alex has four siblings. Okay, we're starting kind of slow here, a bit of a slow burn for Alex getting into the racing seat. We're with his family, we're with his mom right now. Apparently, Alex is the head of the family, which is interesting. It would appear he is the oldest of all the siblings, but... Oh. I think they tried to toss a phone or something, and, uh... And, uh, they missed. Someone... One of his siblings missed. Oh, he's... Okay. So he's driving a Honda Civic Type R. That's very interesting. Okay, so he lives with his four siblings and his mom. And we're currently in his house at the moment. Wow. So... Max, Pierre, Charles, Esteban, they were all racing and karting in the same year. I think at the same time, judging from the photos. So all the all the like new talent that may become megastars now, that we as we know them, were still battling out back in karting. That's very interesting. Okay, we're talking about Formula Two now. Okay, Alex Albon is saying that Formula Two is basically the support race for Formula One, and because of that it's very serious for young drivers. I should start watching Formula Two. I haven't caught a race like that. I've caught a few instances, but not many. Oh, they even do the same champagne thing that they do in Formula 1. Just during that year in Formula 2, he didn't really have a team. And when he came third, he thought, oh, well, that's it for me. And now he's saying everything changed after. Got picked up by Toro Rosso. Okay, he got the call for Toro Rosso. Interesting. So this takes place in 2019. And so, so Hamlet Marco who's the Red, Red Bull Motorsport Advisor, says they have been watching Al Albon since last year, so they have been watching Albon since 2018. Okay, apparently he jumped into Toro Rosso immediately and had three very good races. The first thing Red Bull slash Toro Rosso care about is if you're fast enough. Oof. Just right in the thick of all the sparks of the Force India. Oof. Wow. Albon and the Toro Rosso passed Gasly in the Red Bull. Dang. Okay, Milton Keynes. Okay, we're at the Red Bull factory. Oof. Oof. Christian just said that Pierre Gasly has been their Achilles heel. I mean, you might not be wrong, but that's a bit of a harsh thing to say. 
Okay, they're going to give Albot a chance for the remaining la uh, nine races. Okay, they're starting to do the photography. Christian's saying that Alex has nine races to demonstrate he's got the right qualities. Which is quite a few races, but also kind of not. I mean, all you have to do is get taken out of two or three races, and then... Now you've only got six races left. Walking around... Walking around what looks to be a, like a mini-museum of all the previous Red Bull F1 cars. That is some museum, I'll tell you what. The, the hilarious thing is that they're all in a similar blue and yellow paint scheme. I'm almost saying that just 12 months ago he was fighting for a seat and now he's at Red Bull, which is pretty insane. But currently, we are at Spa, we are following Albon around, just walking around, kind of walking around the paddock, not even the paddock, but the infield. Signing autographs. Okay, we have Will Buxton asking Pierre if he got any advanced warning about him, you know, basically getting booted. They're asking him a lot of questions about him, uh, about him being left. Oh, he's been moved back down to Toro Rosso. Okay, that's interesting. Pierre says that, you know, there's a lot of trash talk and this and that, so he just, he's trying to tune it out and work on himself and even himself as a driver. But he said that, with that, you know, with that said, losing your seat is difficult. Okay, they're talking about an interview at the moment. So, so the interview is kind of interesting because I think Alex's sort of PR agent or the interview agent is talking about how they're talking a bit about race and what they're saying is you know this interview is strictly about race and we're not talking about Alex's mom or or anything about that. Okay, something happened in 2012. Oh, oh dear. Okay, something let's say legal happened well, I say I say legal but oh okay so Alex was 15 at the time that this incident happened and so basically he was the and so for that unfortunately in that regard he was the man of the house because he was kind of the only one still there okay so Alex eventually actually got dropped during his early years but thanks to his Thai heritage, he was he was able to find some sponsors in Thailand to help him get back into racing. Doing a bit of a pre-race workout at the moment. So you got Charles, you got Daniel, and apparently for the Red Bull, what well, what did they call it? Basically, it was like a Red Bull Finding Talent program. They had Danny Kvyat, they had Carlos Sainz there actually, which is quite funny, and a few other drivers. So it's just it's just so interesting that through this Netflix series, you get to see how. A lot of the drivers that we know now, especially the young talent, they all started and they all know each other or knew each other before they got into Formula One. They were all in the same space prior to making it, prior to making it big, which is something I never, I never thought about. I never, it never crossed my mind that, oh, hey, you know, maybe all of these people could be, you know, all of these racers knew each other and had already fought against each other in, in previous races years ago. So it's not like they're just meeting each other for the first time, like, oh, well, who's this person? No, they know who each other, they know, they know each other. They know who they are. Alrighty, they're gearing up. Alright, the visor's down. They're pulling out of the pits. I love the production value of this series. I love, I love some of the shots, too. Such a well-put-together series. They really should have it on tape. I don't think it, I don't think a lot of people would... Well, no, a good handful of people probably watch it on television, but it is probably better that it's on Netflix. But either way, this is definitely a very enjoyable series to watch. I don't know if this is qualifying or what, but shots are cool so far. Okay, Alex is giving it the beans. Okay, Albon has 
across the line. Wow, he's only three tenths off Hamilton. Oh no, Red Bull's taking an engine penalty. Enemy starting at the back of the grid. That's not new for Red Bull, though. That's... That happens a lot. Oh. Okay, there was a crash during... During one of Hamilton's interviews. I saw something about that on Twitter, but that's... I've never seen that happen before. I only saw something... I only saw a blip about that on Twitter. I didn't watch the video, though. Okay, we don't know who it, who it is that had the accident yet. I feel like I should know that name. I don't know that name yet. Okay, we got the fire and rescue vehicle going down the track right now. And the ambulance. Oh, dear. Oh, Antoine Hubert, and I couldn't catch the second name. Screen's gone black. Okay, Sunday, the race. So what has happened from that accident? That's probably what they're going to get into before the race starts. Oh no, they died. Oh no, Hubert died. And it was always Formula 2. Oh, they had some interviews from him. Oh, he was at Renault? He was at Renault, okay. That's sad. Oh no, Albon saw the crash live. Oh man, Albon raced against him his whole life. Okay, Pierre was in the paddock when the crash happened. Pierre saying that to accept that Antoine is gone is difficult. Wow, they were together in their first season in karting. Wow, they were roommates? Wow. This is this is what I mean. You don't realize how close a lot of these drivers actually are off the off the track. They're all talking about how hard this has hit them. Albon and Christian and a few other Red Bull personnel. Albon's mother is talking and saying that all their mothers are scared about their child being a driver. Okay, the grid is rather full today. It's quite full at Spa today. To be fair, though, it's always full. But the buildup is getting a bit more intense. Alright, the lights are about to go out. Albon got a really good start. Alright, we're all going, we're going into turn one at Spa, the hairpin. Oh, a few accidents. Ooh, Verstappen got, ooh, Verstappen got into a bit of an incident. Hit one of the Alfa Romeos and hurt a bit of his arrow. Ooh, Verstappen's got a lot of damage, it would seem. Oh, wheel damage. Oh, left tie rod just removed itself from the car. Alright, Christian saying it was a bad start. Which it absolutely was. Ooh. Okay. Alex is 13th at the moment. Ooh. Gotta be careful with Hulkenberg. They're going up the inside at turn one. Okay. Albon's in 14th. This isn't good. Okay. Pierre is 9th. Not bad. Okay. In front of Pierre is Magnussen right now. He's in the Haas. So that's not going to be a hard pass. And it wasn't. Okay. Alex is struggling to catch up to Hulkenberg. Albon is saying that he knows that the team wanted someone who could overtake and get past, but he was feeling genuinely stuck behind Hulkenberg at the at that moment. Okay, Pierre's doing pretty good. Alright, he's trying to pass Perez right now. Ooh! Oh, three wide! Back to two wide! Passed, I think, one of the Alfa Romeos. Still hasn't passed Sergio yet, but it was a good move. Alright, Alex needs to pit. Christian saying that the Red Bull racing car is a very complicated car to drive. So, even when they pitted, Alex was still 
working working it out and solving the car still. Okay, Alex is going to the outside of Kevin Magnuson. Has made the move stick. All right, coming up to the last turn before the big straight. Oh, we've changed camera views. We're back with Pierre. Oof, Alex is in 14th. I want to say when things get bad, you have to get the, you have to have this really gritty attitude towards driving and enjoy it. He made a massive move on one of the Force Indias into the second to last turn. Has made the pass on Hulkenberg. Oh wow, the car in front now is Gasly. <laughs> Alright. Here we go. Albon is not gonna let him have it easy. Tries to get up the inside of Gasly. Is a bit close on the second to last corner, but not quite there. They went up Eau Rouge. Oh, okay. Albon has the DRS now. Is passing Pierre. Has made the move stick. Okay. Wow. Albon caught up to Ricardo pretty quickly, and there's a lot of brake dust coming from Ricardo's Red Bull. Ricardo went a little bit wide. Albon's going to go to the outside of Ricardo now. Woo! Makes it stick on the outside of the Renault. Great move. Alex finally got his head in the game. Trying to catch Perez now. Okay, Perez is nine seconds in front of Albon at the moment. I don't know how many laps are left at the moment. They haven't said anything recently. Okay, six laps to go. They got four laps. Albon is giving it everything to catch Perez right now. The gap is just four seconds, but we don't know how many laps are left at the moment. Three laps. Four seconds. Mm, that's a big gap. Okay, two laps to go. Oh, the gap is down to 1.7 seconds. They're not that far now. Will Albon catch him? Oh, he's now right behind Perez right now. Going up Eau Rouge. Down onto Radion. Coming up to the chicane. They're down the back straight. Albon's got DRS. Went onto the grass. Went onto the grass to make the move stick. Woohoo! What a move. Wow. Alex made it all the way up to fifth. What a recovery drive. That is a Daniel Ricardo level recovery drive. Good lord. Okay, but where did Gasly end up? P9. Okay, not bad. Wow, that was a career best finish for Albon. For, I think for Red Bull. What a drive. Albon's saying that he thinks they see potential in him, but that doesn't mean that he's guaranteed a seat. Christian's saying that the relationship could not have gotten off to a better start. And he's absolutely right about that. Alex delivered. DELIVERED! Did Charles Leclerc win? currently talking about the complicated emotions at Spa that day. And they've been they've been racing with Antoine since they were thirteen. Wow, there's George Russell. That's a Formula Four. Some good heartfelt words at the end of this episode. It seems that the next episode deals with Ferrari. Yep. Yep. Okay, Ferrari and Renault seem to be the focus of the next episode. They're focusing on a lot of people for the next episode, it seems. Seeing red. Yeah. Yeah. Next episode is for Ferrari. As always, though, episode 6 has been a delight. I really, really enjoyed it. This is a really high-quality series. They really haven't dropped the ball on any of the episodes. 
And if you do watch the series, I hope that you uh, enjoy it as well. But that is going to be it for today's special. If you're listening pretty much anywhere, wherever you listen to this podcast, please like the episode, share the episode, follow the podcast, and comment if you can. If you're watching or listening on YouTube, then please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Hitting the little notification bell, then all notifications that way you're notified every time I upload. If you want to listen to this podcast on the road but don't have or want the Podbean mobile app, well then just boot up whatever podcast app you listen to. Hopefully Cody's Car Conundrum will be there, and then choose the episode you want to listen to. I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you all next time. You've just listened to me probably ramble about some cars, if I'm being honest. If you've enjoyed me passionately talking about lumps of metal on wheels, then why don't you follow me on Twitter at Cody Carr, C-O-N-U-N-D-R-M, or check out my website, www.codyscarconundrum.com, for articles and other car-related content. If you have any questions or would like to become a sponsor, send an email to drtaffy777 at gmail.com and put sponsor in the subject line. Make sure to follow me here or any other platform so you don't miss out on more full throttle content. Thanks for listening. I'll see you all in the next episode.